Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. If any of you know me, you will know that my favourite place to be is in the highlands of Scotland. When I'm there, I get to look at Allah's amazing creation. I'm left speechless by the beauty of the mountains, the trees, even just the sky. There are no words to describe the feeling of the cool, fresh breeze gently running over my face. SubhanAllah, nothing beats walking in the hills for me. I remember one particular walk we were on. We were surrounded by the mountains. I'd gone on ahead and then I decided to take a pause. I looked back at my family and they all looked so small surrounded by all that huge scenery. It's absolutely unfathomable how tiny we are compared to creation at large. And yet, do we ever stop to think about the distance between us and the heavens? And for that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, And when my servant asks about me, indeed, I am close. I respond to the supplicant when he calls on me. So all the way through that hike, a particular verse from my favourite surah or chapter of the Qur'an repeatedly echoed in my mind. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, So which of the favours of your Lord would you deny? It made me think that I, just like I suppose so many of us, have often been taking so many things and experiences of great significance for granted. Allah's mercy is present and at every moment and every step of our way. His bounties and blessings are innumerable. We can see the signs and beauty of Allah manifested everywhere and in everything if we actually would let ourselves see them. Not just in the big things like the mountains and the sea, but even in the small and the slight, like a pebble or a raindrop. I mean, perhaps we don't deny Allah's blessings or favours, but surely we often tend to ignore the beauty and splendour of the simple things in life. Now, at the moment, I'm most really not going to be able to travel all the way to the highlands to see and experience that greatness of Allah. But by paying attention to our very selves and our immediate surroundings, that's all it takes. Maybe look at the trees along the road on the way to the shops or just the grass growing in the back garden. The trees, apart from their beauty, well, they provide us with shade, oxygen, food, as well as shelter for so many different animals. Also remember that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, no leaf falls without the permission and knowledge of Allah. Or maybe when you're standing in the queue outside the shop with your safe social distancing, look up at the sky. Remember our desperation for some rain during some hot suffocating days that we've had in previous years. The fluffy white clouds that seem weightless can hold thousands of litres of water that all living things down on the ground so greatly depend on. Look at the birds flying all around and glorifying their and our creator. Close your eyes and feel the occasional wind running over your face. Absorb the relaxing sounds of the seemingly haphazard but subtly synchronised movements of leaves and branches as the breezes pass through them and set them in motion. God consciousness, taqwa, doesn't always have to be just a scare tactic to stop us from doing the prohibited things. God consciousness is a wonderful thing. It gives us tranquility of the heart and mind that no amount of money can buy. So the sky, 
the stars, the moon, the earth, the fruits, they're not just a blessing from Allah, they're also signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Signs for those who think. When we ponder over the creation of Allah, such as the different kind of flowers that come in different colors and the animals that come in different shapes and kinds and so on, the existence of Allah becomes clear to us. Observing and contemplating nature is a very important aspect of a Muslim's spiritual journey. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commands us to ponder over his works. And why? What's the first thing we realize? The beauty and the perfection of it that can only be created by the one true God. So we realize tawheed, oneness, which is the very essence of a Muslim's belief. So how can we spiritually benefit from reflecting on nature? So firstly, think about the sky. Realize the power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If he can maintain the skies without any flaws, don't you think he can solve all your problems, which in comparison are so much smaller? The night and the day. Remind yourself that the worst day, no matter how bad it is, is still only 24 hours. Just as the night alternates with the day, hardship will alternate with ease in our lives. If you only expect easy times, you could be sorely disappointed. Don't worry about the future, but prepare for it. A believer will be tested by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and in that test, there will only be good for you. The flowers and plants. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, and the earth, we spread it out and cast therein firmly set mountains, and made grow therein something of every kind of lovely plant, giving insight and a reminder for every servant who turns to Allah. In this ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says every kind of lovely plant, and in Arabic, that word means something which is so extremely beautiful and bright and pleasing to the eye. What's usually our reaction when we see flowers that are in bloom? I don't know about you, but it makes me smile. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes beautiful things grow out of the earth, which make us feel happy and delighted when we look at them. And subhanAllah, if you look and, I mean, I, at the moment I'm planting seeds, whatever I've got at the moment, whatever I, you know, have still got over, left over from last year. And you look at these seeds and you just think, you cannot imagine how anything beautiful or tasty or, you know, just amazing to the eye could grow out of this tiny little thing that looks like, you know, it just looks like there's no, how could anything big grow out of this tiny, tiny dot of a seed? And for some seeds, they all look so similar, yet so many different plants can grow out of these seeds that all, to my eye anyway, look so similar. So we should look at all these beautiful plants and flowers and realize how much Allah loves us, that he has produced all of this beauty for us to enjoy. Another thing to consider is a fertile land versus or compared with um, a desert land. Because in this life, you will find people whose hearts are full of faith. They are engaged, you know, in good deeds, they're only saying good things, and they're trying to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And their hearts are like fertile land. This is the example that Allah gives us. They are spiritually alive and knowledge reaches their hearts. Then you have people with a hard heart, even, you know, even in everyday language, we'd say somebody is hard hearted. But in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's terminology, somebody who has a hard heart is effectively with a, a lifeless heart because their hearts resemble deserted and dead lands. 
It's as if the signs which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala placed around them sort of just bounce off their hearts, a bit like how water would bounce off a very, very hard, stony earth. So especially at the moment when we're sort of in the middle of spring now and you see all the buds opening and you see the flowers starting, think about your heart and make dua to Allah that Allah makes our hearts alive and full of faith in him. And at the moment, we've had some glorious sunny days, which is great. But, you know, uh, obviously we all need rain. Apart from the rain being one of our body's main nourishing sources of water, it is also one of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's greatest reminders in nature for our souls. Because rain reminds us of the resurrection. This is where the dead are brought back to life, just as when rain comes, it enlivens the dry earth. So when you see the rain, remind yourself of this day and that should kind of focus us to prepare ourselves for the day that we know without a doubt is coming. Another great thing and another great blessing um, of the rain is that in a hadith, in a saying of the Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him, he said, two will not be rejected, two supplications, when the adhan is being called and at the time of rain. So, inshallah, when we do get some rain, um, we can all make dua and inshallah it will be accepted. So just to end this very short reminder, by looking at the sky, the plants, the mountains, the alternation of the day and the night, all these signs are a great proof that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one and only true God and more than anything, how much he loves us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, truly in the creation of the heavens and the earth, and in the alternation of the night and day, there are indeed signs for men of understanding, those who remember Allah always and in prayers, standing, sitting, and lying down on their sides, and think deeply about the creation of the heavens and the earth, saying, Our Lord, you have not created all this without purpose. Glory to you. Exalted be you above all that they associate with you as partners. Give us salvation, from the torment of the fire. And if anything in this reminder has benefited you, then it is only from Allah. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika. Ashhadu an la ilaha illa anta. Astaghfiruka wa atubu ilaik. Ameen.